Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody that was... um. There for the live market Monday show. Shout out to y'all, man. Always good energy every time we get to do something live. And that was just a just a legendary situation all across the board. I'm sure we'll talk about it yeah. today. But um we only accepting to... top floor Greenberg energy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> top floor H Town energy. How y'all feeling? What's going oh, on? Great. Going man. On? Are you Don't not entertaining? Green, man. Are you yeah. want to not? Today? Green for Greenberg. That was actually a coincidence. But, That's you know. The, you know, that never happens. We never discuss what we're going with. Yeah. And we always have something different on. Like literally, even for Houston, like I, I never talked to him about what we was going to wear. We actually ended up with the same like concept. Now, I guess Mike kind of knew, but he didn't say anything to either of us. So it just happens like that. But today he walked in, I'm like, bro. And That's we just got these. Shout, shout out to Bam. He just, these colors just came out, the forest green hoodies. Bam, thank you for my drop off. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, care packages on the way. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 man. But um, yeah, man. Long time no see. <laughs> I know how you been. We should have hung out this weekend. Or hey, and you was outside, outside. Like you was outside. I'm campaigning. I'm trying to be. Well, listen, if Elon bought Twitter, I'm gonna start campaigning for president. I won't win, but why not? Time to get started. Why not? But um, yeah, yeah. Um, this is gonna be a, a very interesting show. A lot to talk about in the market. A lot to talk about in the world. Um, before we start, we definitely give a shout out to everybody in Houston, Texas. Very, very dope vibe. Shout out to Ashley, event planner. Shout out to the Hobby Center, all of the staff there. Shout out to everybody in the building, 2,600 people that came through. Incredible. Shout out to uh, Chris Senegal, to Janet, to Slim Thugger. Shout out to MGM Mortgage Guy was mm-hmm. in the building. Shout out to Toby Wigway. Shout out to Toby. Was in, was Dude, we had a classic one tonight. Yeah, that Toby, that's, that's my brother, man. Shout out to Toby. Shout out to Mike Brown. Yes. yes. Shout out to, to the whole Red Panda family, Red Panda Nation. Yeah. They was in there heavy. Shout out, to, shout out, yo, Ian, shout out to your pops who was out. Uh, yeah, shout out to my dad. Us, man. Yeah, I, I was lucky, yeah. Shout, shout out to Ali. Yes, yup, yup. Dope, dope performance. Um. You know, if you have, if you've never made it to a live show, congratulations, you played yourself, man. It's, your stamp. it's one of these things, every time, every time we do it, whether it's Apollo, Houston, 
don't mix, don't miss the next one. I'm telling you, don't miss the next one, man. Incredible vibe. As I said, we'll, we'll, we'll probably have some time to talk about it later on, but amazing, amazing show. So thank you once again. Thank you to everybody that came out. It was one for the ages, one for the books. Everybody was talking about it all weekend. And uh, thank you to everybody in Houston, man. All love, all love. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the entire EYL family that pulled up. Shout out to all the earners um, that we got to speak to and yeah. we got to take pictures with. And some of the people who still would like, look, I didn't get to, to take the picture with you, but I had to be there. Shout out to the youngest earners. You know, we had we had a, uh, a little girl come up on stage. Uh, her, her father yeah. had brought her. Uh, and shout out to the family. They had their 11, 11 month old in attendance. They were like, Troy, take the picture. I was like, try to take the baby yeah. the picture. I ain't know what to do. So I know. I said, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to everybody, man. It's important to, to see 2,600 people in a beautiful, beautiful theater um, come together for financial literacy is, is humbling. Um, we take great, great gratitude in knowing that we are part of it. Um, and we got plenty more coming, man. So yeah. shout out to everybody that was there. And if you missed it, like Shai said, here's your stamp of approval. You played yourself. Yeah, don't miss the next one. <laughs> so big week for EYL. Just quickly do a rundown. Um, tomorrow, big episode, South by Southwest panel that we're releasing. Shout out to John Henry and shout out to my guy Buster Share. So that was a dope panel that we did at South by Southwest talking about Web 3.0, talking about crypto, talking about NFTs talking about just, you know, all, all this stuff. John Henry, Buster together. I, I actually moderated that panel. Super, super dope conversation. Super high level conversation. Uh, talk about venture capital, all that stuff. So NFT, Web 3.0, crypto, venture capital, all that tomorrow, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel and all podcast outlets and then Wednesday is open well, enrollment. Hey, uh, you just kind of glossed over there. We, that was that was more than just an okay type of situation. I, it, it's very rare that I get to watch my brother work, but that was an incredible performance, man. He did an amazing job. He didn't just moderate it. Like, yeah. he put on a hell of a, a show. It was a great conversation. Shout out to Anytime John gets up there, you know it's going to be lightning. That's fire. And, and Buster killed it too. It was, a, it was a great one. This is, a, I'm saying it right now, this is a classic. So make yeah, sure you got tuned in. And just give you a comment, even my guy Don was like, yo, Charlie killing it with the MC. Yeah. Appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. that, brother. Appreciate yeah. that, the compliment on that. You know, just trying to do my one, two thing. That's it. Keep the show moving. MC. That's it. <laughs> Master of ceremony. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's tomorrow. And then Wednesday, we got open enrollment on YouTube, eight o'clock. Jatalia. So Jatalia, I don't know. Jatali, Jatali, Um, she super, super dope. Somebody that I met a couple years ago and um, she's just been a great resource. She has taught for EYL University. So she's a black woman originally from London, mm -hmm. uh, lives in the States and she actually has a crypto hedge fund and she's actually killing it. I think her hedge fund was rated in one of the top five. Top number four. From what publication? Um, I, I believe it was in Yahoo Finance, but I'll, I'll double check. Yeah. yeah. Um, but least, long story short, she's incredible. She'll be doing a crypto masterclass for us on Wednesday at eight o'clock. So if you're interested in learning about cryptocurrency, check it out. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about crypto in a while, so that's a perfect time. And, um, you know, anytime she gets to speak, it's, it's a masterclass. Yeah. She's so diverse too. Like she's done stuff for EYL university from investing in Africa and an intro entry course into investing. So anytime she she comes on our platform, 
earners, y'all already know. So YouTube, y'all gonna be in the tree. It's gonna be incredible. Yeah. Um. All right. And then, um, anything else? Oh yeah. Assets over liabilities. Assets over liabilities. What are you talking about? Shout out to our Revolt family. Shout out to our Revolt family. Shout out to Jada. Jada Waiter. <laughs> she's a legend. She's a legend. Super, super dope. Killing the game. I think she's like 22, something like that. 23, man. 23 years old. 23? 23. Yeah, 23. 20, 23 man. years old, man. And really, you know, took social media and really turned it to an empire. Seven million followers on Instagram, but more importantly, you know, an entrepreneur and a, a, a businesswoman and just a good person. So she broke down her whole business on how she, she sold hair, she sold merch, she leveraged her personality to build a social media empire. Assets over liabilities, that's <laughs> on the TV channel, Revolt's TV channel tonight. And then Wednesday at yeah. five o'clock is on Revolt's YouTube channel. So once again, shout out to Jada, shout out to the Revolt family. Um, you know, nonstop, nonstop bombs. Shout out to the white denim. A Z vibe, boy. I was like, <laughs> everything is. I'm learning personality, wardrobe, boy. That's well a pack. Shout out to the wardrobe budget. <laughs> yeah. So shy, so shy inspired, man. There yeah. you, there you have it. That's a lot. That's a lot. She's incredible, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you want me? Oh, I can, you, you do this one, and then I'll, I'll do no whatever. Problem, no problem. No problem. So. Earners, the Red Panda family, we want to let you know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Shout out to our people over at Ally. Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and our relentlessly focus on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with Ally so you can save, invest, and spend on all the things that matter most to you. For everything you need, we're all better off with an Ally. Shout out to our people at Ally and United Masters. Shout out to our team. And let me say this. You will be added to the stock club, but you won't be added today. So this is the process. We actually have to get the emails. We didn't get it's through Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster has to send us the emails and then Ian will get the emails. It's 2,600 people. So it's like a lot of emails sorted out. So wait, just give it a two week wait please, time, please. please. Said it, we said it at the show, but we'll <laughs> say it again. Yeah, two week wait time. Um, and you and you'll be good. Yeah, and shout out to some people. Um, uh, I, I know somebody had DM DM me about you know they were on house arrest so they couldn't make it to the show, but they were from Indiana and so two weeks. I I, I DM. Oh, I'm gonna take care of you. We yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I'll send you his DM as well. So yeah. don't worry. Two weeks. Give us some time. Once we get the emails, everything will be in motion. Um, just um, yeah. Real uh, quick, real quick, Amy, before you go, do your own research and shout out to to um the young lady who had her own clothing brand called Big Facts. Yo, Dior, right? Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise, people continue to do your research, share your research, build with each other, and that's yes. how we grow. And real quick before, shout out to the book club yesterday. We had uh, 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 Market Monday's alumni um, as as the guest. So shout out to Rachel Fashodi. Uh, she uh, came through and blessed us. So G, shout out to you for hosting that. Heard it was incredible. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less. Rachel was incredible. So shout out to everybody that was in the book club yesterday. There you have it, Ian. Um, for any of the 2,900 people I met over this weekend, if I owe you email, <laughs> give me 
five or six days to get caught up. Still have to do the show and prepare. I love you. I haven't forgot about you. Um, to everyone who were in the top two rows, I'm going to make sure that you guys get access. As soon as I get the emails, we'll figure out who was in the top two rows, but you guys will be getting Stock Club for life. I love the energy. Um, enthusiasm does matter and does have an impact on how much money you make and how well you execute. So I want to reward you for being the liveest audience I've heard ever. Uh, Stock Club call is at 930. So for all you Stock Club members, please bring the top two questions you want me to answer for you. And um, everyone who was at the show, my friends, family, thank you for the support. All of Red Panda, everybody in Dream Team, uh, my dad, all the earners, you guys, uh, Mike, Bam, Jamal, MG, Danielle, Tony, like, had a blast. I wish we could have had more time to kick it. Shoddy, kudos to you for making it through that H-Town heat. <laughs> that was hot. My man. boy looked like hot. he was sick again. I'm like, I told you, yeah. <laughs> good luck, good luck finding the picture of him standing. It was training. Yeah, it was tough. And you had on the Versace silk. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody I had a chance to meet in Houston. Um, I appreciate you, everyone. We had a chance to meet at the brunch. I appreciate you. And uh, once again, shout out to my guy, Yale I appreciate you for coming and blessing um, the venue. And Ashley, sorry for always giving you a headache at these shows. <laughs> Kanye, East Chicago. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We ain't shout out Abdullah. Shout out to Abdullah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my guy. Can we shout, yo, this, uh, I mean, y'all already know how what we think of him, but he, I mean, he's, make sure that everything is on point and that we get to and from where we need to get to. He's incredible. He finally got his watch of his dreams this weekend. So shout out to him, man. He is a big part of everything that we do. Um, so yeah, shout out to Yogi, man. That's my guy. Shout out to Abdullah. Shout out to Smitty also. Smith Dog, what up? Um, all right, let's get into this. Elon Musk <laughs> reported Baby. about this last week when he, when he uh, made the offer public. Mm -hmm. And um, it was news, trending topic. I think Twitter, they said that they wasn't interested. A lot of people said like he wasn't serious. Poison pill them. They said that he was just doing this just for controversy or he was doing this just to start a bidding war. And lo and behold, deal's done. No bids. Yeah, deal's done. done. Deal is done. $54, $54.20 a share. Mm -hmm. um, deal done, from my understanding. Correct me if I'm wrong. He will be the stock will be taken off of the stock market. It will now be a private company. Correct. Owned 100 percent by Elon Musk. Yep. All the shareholders they stopped trading today. All oh, the they just suspended it and then they activated it again. They activated at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, the shareholders will be will be bought out at the 54.20 mm -hmm. share price. Yep. Um. All right. Who <laughs> wants to start? Who wants to start? It's a lot. I mean, it's interesting because again, last week when when the news came out that he had put the offer in, it was, you know, the board was the issue at the time. And so when I read the report today to hear that the board unanimously <laughs> voted to have him uh, take sole ownership, it just goes to tell you sometimes like when we read the news, we're, we're way behind. This thing has already happened, right? We're just getting the, the final details. And so think about this. The first time we heard about him actually being interested in owning Twitter was uh, April for April 2nd. And so at the time, Twitter was trading at $39.31. Since that point, the stock has increased by 38%. So 
just on the news that he might be involved. And so for the people who had, like, let's say that they were looking at Twitter as an investment at 29, at, at $39, now automatically when, if they bought shares there, they're getting bought out at 54. So you're making about $15 a share. If you got a lot of shares, that's a, a, a great buy. Um, so it's interesting, man. Like we, we saw him make news about what he wanted to do with Twitter. We heard him talking about it. We know what he's able to do when he manipulates. Well, I shouldn't use the word manipulates. When he speaks- his influence. <laughs> and when he influences certain, especially in the, the crypto space. And so now that he has a platform, and I know Ian, you spoke about this um, Saturday night, mm -hmm. the pros and cons of some the richest man in the world now having one of the top five social media platforms, it's a it's an interesting formula. It's a very interesting formula. Um, money to get power, power to keep control of your money. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. From a standpoint of entrepreneur, this is one of the greatest robberies I've ever seen in history. Very interesting that after he made his bid and his offer and they told him we're going to do the poison pill, which apparently there wasn't enough poison in the pill to kill the deal, right? Yeah, what kind of pills? And I want to tell you, write this down. The news is not meant to tell you the truth. The news is meant to sell you advertising. That era of incredible transparency, hard-hitting journalism, that hasn't been here for like 25 years. So they're never going to tell you the truth. The truth was no other company on earth, when they sent the email out, even replied to the email to bid for Twitter. What does that tell you about the value of the deal? Secondly, my dad was just here, he just left for the airport a second ago. He was like, if they got this deal done in 20 days, that should tell you how bad the economy is. Normally an acquisition of this size would take months. Mm -hmm. This board, if you are a fan of the show, I'm a fan of you, but you guys should have been fired long ago. That's one of the worst boards I've ever seen. I don't know how you let a media property that generates $5 billion in advertising not make any significant improvements in five or six years. Now, also, Jack and Elon are friends. So well played. If I run Rockefeller, 
Troy Rashad run Interscope and I walk away and Jamal takes my seat. Please, you've been earned. Great job by Jack to walk away and then let your friend come by it. And now all the ideas that Jack had that the board wouldn't let him do the last five years, he gets included in. I want to ask you guys in chat, who are the top five people you think he's going to let back on the platform? I'll leave it at that. I told you Saturday. Oh, and then, oh, they probably go on a little social media acquisition spree. What else is there? What else is there to buy though? I feel like it's social. social. Huh? Truth social. Truth social? Well, that's a Everybody, company. yeah. Ryan Bahu. Oh, Truth? Yep. That's a, that's a new one? I'll leave it at that. We go to, I can <laughs> put it in the chat. Hey. Oh, but, Trump? That's yeah. Trump thing? But they, I mean, he was supposed to go into a SPAC deal with somebody. And uh, I guess it's, it's on hold for now, but. Yeah, that, that guy's trying to, was, was trying to <laughs> oh game, baby. So the, well, maybe he comes back to this one right now. I think, if, I, think if, I think they're gonna let they're gonna let Trump back. On, yeah. they're gonna let Trump back on Twitter. The crazy thing is that I will let my friend back on too. <laughs> let my friends on. Yeah, let let the gang back. You want, you want me to read all the guys? I'll read Elon's statement, and then you want to. Yeah. So his statement was: free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square. Key words: town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated, right? I also want to make Twitter better than every, better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots and authenticating all humans. <laughs> Twitter has- That's a great idea though. Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and community uh, to help uh, the users unlock all its potential. That was his full statement. Hot take. If Elon in the next year lets the algos run to open source, how he says, and they authenticate people, this is going to be the death blow for Facebook. Because one of the things that made Facebook great in the beginning is verification of users. If they get all the trolls, so ICE, I'm sorry, you won't be able to troll as much on the mother, you know, then y'all, y'all will burn their accounts. You won't be able to troll as much, mm -hmm. but if they authenticate these users to advertisers, it will have more dollars per user, a cleaner platform. And now I told you guys last year, only places to buy Dogecoin is at 5 cent and 11 cent. Doge spiked a little bit because of the announcement. If you don't think he's not going to pump that on there, it's going to be a nice little rise there. So this could be the final nail in the coffin that leads to the ultimate de demise of Facebook. Because let's be honest, people all been telling me no for the last year. Who do you guys like more, Elon or Zuckerberg? He knows what his value is worth. For every asset that he has endorsed or mentioned, the value of them has went up at least 52%. Mm -hmm. So well played. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, he has free reign as well now, right? Like if he wants to pump something, like what's to stop him? It's kind of it's gonna be, but I also think something is very interesting, the timing of the deal. Right, so you you mentioned that like twenty days was that, which is incredible. Like, how does that happen in twenty days? Obviously, something must have been transpiring earlier in the year or pretty months before that. But this Thursday, Twitter is going to be reporting its earnings, <laughs> right? And so think about the timing of that. That tells you that number one, okay, they sold the company right before they're going to report their second quarter earnings. Their first quarter earnings is like, all right, well, this this earnings report probably is going to come in 
pretty shabby, right? They, they, there's going to be some some tough tough losses coming in, and which is why we're like, all right, let's let's get rid of this now before we get any more bleeding. Because the offer was pretty generous. He went thirty eight percent over what the stock price was on April first. Yeah. So imagine if it, you know they pull back down, it's like, all right, well, it's not going to the forty four billion dollar offer. He's probably looking at it like, hey, nah, I just saw what you just did. Here's my new offer. I think it's important to have a broad range conversation too before we exit this Twitter talk because I feel like, uh, yeah, Elon Musk definitely it makes sense for him to buy Twitter. He definitely is one of the most powerful people in media now that he owns Twitter, which is one of the largest social media sites. And it's important to note that the only social media site of its size that will be owned by one person. Mm. So that's important. Absolutely. Um, because he, he can really run it as a dictator. He can really do whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not, that's not normal. Instagram is owned by Facebook, which is a publicly traded company. Um, LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft, which is a publicly traded company. Snapchat is a publicly traded company. Um, TikTok. TikTok Binary owns it. Is owned by who owns TikTok the in Binary? America? In America, the American. They're owned by a publicly traded company. Um, so Elon's in a in a good position right now to have Twitter, which is a top five company that he owns one hundred percent, and he just was mocking Twitter two days ago about being shadow banned and all of that. And then, you know, he's talking about Bill Gates. So, you know, money talks, <laughs> money talks in this world. But for anybody that's interested, um, when these things happen, as we said, the the shareholders, they will be bought out. Um, yeah. So they will still receive compensation for the price that, that is purchased at. Did you get those questions today? Like, should we buy Twitter well, right now? Well, that's why I'm, at, I'm answering it. So okay. that's, that's what happens with that. And then uh, a reason why, um, a company would go because most of the time you hear about private companies going public. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it doesn't really happen that often, but the reason why a public company would go private um, is, you know, if you look at Twitter stock, it really hasn't done anything for a decade um, and they're in trouble and they'll probably continue to, you know, kind of lose money. So, you know, the board should be doing what's in the best interest of the shareholders. That's what, that's what they have to do. That's what mm -hmm. their whole thing is. So it's like, all right, if we can make some money for the shareholders and sell it at, you know, a peak value. So it would go to parachute to stop a revolt for sure. What do you say? It's a good uh, golden parachute to, to yeah. stop a revolt. Yeah. Sure. And, then, and then all those people that own Twitter shares, they'll make money. Mm -hmm. Jack Dorsey, this is interesting because he stepped down from Twitter to focus on block. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. So he obviously saw he wasn't really interested in Twitter anymore. He still owns a lot of Twitter stock. So now he's get, he's going to get paid a bunch of money. Him and Elon are already business partners. Mm -hmm. He'll probably have a role in a new Very Twitter. pivotal role. I'll go on record and say that. Yeah, Very he'll probably. Pivotal, which will help block. Yeah. So. You know, there's always more than beast to eye, but this was a very impressive move that was done very quickly. Very, very quickly. Um, Elon said he wasn't budging off of his number. He wrote them. He said, if you don't accept this number, it's gonna it's not gonna be there anymore. And he didn't budge off the number. Yeah. But it's it's, it's a great negotiate. Go ahead, go ahead, Troy. No, I was gonna say he said this is his best and final offer. 
And I mean, but when you have no one else bidding, listen, if I if I want to buy this brush for two cents and no one else is putting a bid on it, you got to sell. And this is like the board mismanaged Twitter. If they ran this correctly, there should have been no room for growth of Snapchat or the emergence of TikTok. This is what happened. We've seen it with NBA teams. Like you have the right talent, but management won't care enough because they're selling enough tickets. My New York fans to get it. So shout, shout out to the Knicks. <laughs> I could have gone further, but you got to move. And Jack couldn't do what he needed to do because there were so many people on the board that didn't believe in his vision. But now if you take it private and you can run it the way that you want to, now those are, watch, the changes in Twitter in one year are going to surpass anything they did the last nine years, for sure. Um, and a big personality, even though it's been a while, by having media or owning the media company, even though it wasn't social, Ted Turner owned Turner and CNN. Mm-hmm. So it's not unusual. Bezos owns Washington Post. But that's why I say when you get to another tier of wealth, the money is just secondary at that point mm-hmm. to be able to control and even create narrative internationally is very key yeah. for for brand. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That's important, right? Because if you look at the some of the wealthiest people, they all try to figure out how to have a platform where they can get their narrative out or get their mm-hmm. message out. And so when you talk about Zuckerberg and you talk about Bill Gates and now Elon's looking like where, Jeff Bezos, like what's the next thing? All right, well, now I have my I have my piece in the game now. So it's going to be interesting to see. Buffett's yeah. deep relationship with CNBC and NBC. Mm-hmm. He's probably the only talent that can just get a three-hour block on CNBC. Like, before Trump ran for president, he was on Fox Business for years, every week. Yep. Those media partnerships are very key. Um, and if you want to see an emerging media empire, please tune in to Assets of Reliabilities. <laughs> and it's an amazing interview they have coming this week. Yes. But, but kudos to Elon. I have to give it to him. Now, the other stuff that I told you guys prior to, please listen. It's going to happen. But kudos to Elon as an entrepreneur. Well played. Well played. 6,300 people on YouTube. Hit the like button. This is going to be a big show. Um, okay, Morgan Stanley uh, thinks that the S&P 500 is headed towards a bear market. So stock market was actually up today, um, but the S&P is still down from its 52-week high. Mm-hmm. Its 52-week high was 4,800, and it's currently right below 4,300. Um, so... How do we feel about this prediction of a bear market coming? Goes into what we've been saying, and we haven't seen the worst of it yet. The I think I was in a car with Dom, dropping him off, and I think it was God Dom on CNBC. Uh, if you guys saw the interview earlier, you can put it if it was him or not. But he said this cycle going into a presidential season is actually one of the worst quarters. So the Nasdaq, when I did my estimation, I said to Saturday. We'll get to about negative 21%. The Dow has not fallen as much as it should yet. To know when the market is going to turn around, please keep your eyes on the London market because Europe is going to get hit a lot harder. So look at the FTSE, look at CAC. When they start to uptick, that's when you know like the bear market is going to end. Because So if Europe gets it, has a worse recession than us, we'll go up before they do. But to know when it's over, when the FTSE and the CAC begins to uptick and stays above that recession level, that's when we know we're in the clear. So until the Dow falls, we're not done. 
completely. Um, we were up today, but Mondays and Fridays, the market has the highest probability of going up. If we go up Tuesday and Wednesday, that'd be a very great sign, but more than likely we're, we're not, we're probably going to fall tomorrow. So for those of you who are looking for shorts, look for your setup. You can look to short more than likely tomorrow. And most of the reason, a small influence was this news with Elon. Let's say Tuesday and Wednesday, there won't be as much good news. The real test for how bad the bear market will be is Apple and Microsoft earnings. We'll talk about it later. If those <laughs> numbers are not great, which yeah. they will be. And if the stock does not move up aggressively, or let's say they even have great numbers and we tank down, Apple and Microsoft are the ones to keep your eyes on because they are the two most important stocks in the country. So Apple, Microsoft, Google third, keep your eyes on those to see how the sentiment is because all the hedge funds already know they're just waiting for everything to play out, but everything's already been priced in. So keep your eyes on that. Yeah, that's, that's interesting because I, I just heard Josh Brown. I said that it, was, it might've been this morning and he was talking about, look, Microsoft and Apple have really blinded us from what's really happening. Right. If they ever pulled, had a major pullback, we would see the economy fully be in a recession, right? Like, or fully be into a, a bear market, I, I should say. Um, the NASDAQ itself is already in a bear market. So when we talk about down 20%, and this is the third week in a row, and I'm like, yeah, we're big on tech, but again, we got to find our right spots. So we got to be mindful of that. And one of the things that, and I, I've pretty much seen the consensus around is like, well, where should we go? Because Usually they'll talk about a sector rotation, the sector rotation, but like, well, what's the rotation now? Because no one can see where the next rotation is going to be, except the guy with the crystal, <laughs> except the guy with the crystal ball. So I, I've, I've been reading articles, I've been seeing people saying pharma and biotech, but those have taken a beat, like biotech is taking a huge beating over the past uh, 12 months. And so, you know, to, to not really have the, the trust in that, that sector is like, I can understand why people would, um, but you know, we just, just keep your eye on those, those two areas, pharma and biotech now, cause that seems to be the consensus of what people are saying. If the S and P does pull back and it won't be just one or two companies, it'll be, they're saying like every company is going to pull back at the same time. And that's 500 companies. So obviously that's pretty much the U S economy. Look at those two sectors, um, to be a place where you could probably find something with not as much of a downside. And I want to remind everyone sector rotation is for institutional traders that takes, or companies that takes capital from clients and have to deploy or put it to use. Mm -hmm. So when um, Frederick has been on Stock Club Call, shout out to Frederick, Dave has been on. These are all people that worked at BlackRock, like the biggest funds on earth. Both of them said the same thing. The number one advantage retail investors have is to be able to hold longer than the hedge fund. So you don't have to change sector by sector, quarter by quarter, or even strategy by strategy. The longer you hold quality, that is art. Like for those of you who are like, I love what GameStop did, AMC did, and took over the institutions. You can do that if you just hold. But most of us don't. And the information that CNBC, Bloomberg is reporting is not really for retail investors. That this edge for institutional fund to fund type investor. So if you hold on, you don't have to focus on sector rotation. Now, the truth is most of the companies right now that are publicly traded are terrible. And I told you when we first did it, quantitative easing, once that went away, and I, I told you guys, the only flaw in two tech, two index is if inflation got over 19%, we're not there yet. 
If we get to 19, you're going to see me sweat a little bit. We haven't seen a work. This is barely a hard pullback. This is nothing in comparison to 2016, uh, August 24, 2015. And I'll drop a gem on you guys um, who weren't there. I wish you guys were there. But learn how to trade the FTSE, German DAX, Japanese Nikkei. So even if the rotation happens by country, you still have to be able to produce money. All countries and economies will not be down. So you have to be able to produce alpha or gain somewhere. So if you know how to trade every index and go back to episode 70, I gave you guys an entire blueprint there. Be able to trade every index on earth. You won't lose money, especially on the future side. Those of you that are trading or if you're doing options and doing puts, you should be making money hand over fist because we have a clear direction. Quantitative easing is a way. We have more fear than ever. Institutions are afraid. There's not as much capital being put out. Angels, investors are investing less. Mm -hmm. Secondary rounds are different. Seat rounds are different. Yeah, the value of trading is going down. Yeah, it's easy. We have more shorts and more downside pressure. Take advantage of it. Yeah, another another one is agriculture, another sector, just to keep your eye on. Like, I'm not sure if anybody's paying attention, but China, you know, they're still they're battling the COVID virus right now, and there's plenty of lockdowns, and it's headed toward Beijing, which is obviously a major major city. So, yeah, there's you know their lockdowns a lot different from ours. A little bit more, I shouldn't even say a little bit, a lot more control where you're not allowed to leave your residence, and so people are not able to get to food and not able to go outside to shop for food. These are some of the the, the things we got to take into a, a account when we're talking about, all right, yeah. well, if that's a shortage, then obviously there's going to have to be somebody that fulfills that, that shortage. So agriculture might be one of those things to look at as well. Absolutely. And to tie into that, you guys need to look into any food manufacturers that has little to no debt. Uh, because even with the water disparity that's happening and the water shortage the food shortage is going to get bad and if you guys have been doing your research you've seen what's happened in food manufacturing over the last six or seven weeks there is a big event happening in that space i'll say that and leave it there uh kudos to my guy who submitted that article please go look and research what has happened in, in the food space so if you can find a good one there may be a lot less competition which would drive up prices and make that stock as a result more valuable. So I want you guys to take the emotion out of it. Look at the data. If the market is clearly down, if you're a trader, add to your positions. Don't hold them for long. Obey your targets. Do not deviate. Patience pays. <laughs> so you may only get four amazing trades, but those four amazing trades may pay you what 12 last year would have paid you. And if you are truly an investor and you can go both directions, I'm not going to do a Charles Barkley, I promise you. But if you guys can go both directions, you should make a killer. When, it- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Man, bang you. I was like, Charles, what you be boy? Yeah, he went too far. He went too crazy. Hey, you saw the first person that laughed was Kenny Smith, right? Facts. New York City, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I saw Charlemagne post when we grew up. I'm like, no, never. No, that was, that we're never going. Now we're not. We're not going. Never. To. We're not going to. Oh. oh, and also soybean. If you guys can homework right now, quiz question: What is a company or a ticker that will allow you to invest in soybeans? That soybean future has been going up like crazy. So when certain commodities go up, that's why I say like the one thing that Kramer said that is always true. There is a bull market somewhere. Soybean has been going up like crazy. There are a couple other commodities that have been taken off um, during this recession. That is definitely one of them. The market still pays those who are patient. Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's talk about this. Netflix, we talked about this on on the show on Saturday, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because it happened after the show, after last Monday. But Netflix fell apart, down 37% since January. Um, thing one day last week, it was down $125 for the day. Um, that bad report as far as people um leaving um yeah. how, what's the numbers it was uh 500,000 they reported um they lost 500,000 negative subscribers. negative uh, first, growth yeah first time in over 10 years that they had a negative subscriber growth all right so let's talk about let's talk about disney roku but first let's talk about netflix Netflix yeah. is, is Netflix officially dead. You know, Netflix is, is one of the few, is one of the two companies that Mark Cuban said he owned when Mark Cuban was on Market Mondays. Yeah. He I get my guy call. <laughs> yeah, he said he said he owned two, two stocks and two indexes. The indexes was I think the S and P and the Russell, the Russell two thousand, and he said the stocks that he owned was Netflix and was it Microsoft? I think it was Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Well, you want to do what Bill Ackman did and cut. Listen, let's Bill give Bill Ackman. credit. Ooh, lost four hundred. It's a good um, lesson, though. When you have a loss that is that considerable, you may wait and pray that it'll go up, but you have to cut your losses and just take the haircut and be like, okay, I won't make the mistake again. He just invested at the wrong time. That goes back to having to deploy capital. Had to put the money to work. He took the loss. Now, I mean, I wanted the the price that I said that we were going to fall to. Kudos to you to execute and make money on it. Netflix is at what two oh nine now. I mean, they went they made clip one eighty. I don't like Netflix at all. I think Roku is going to be in trouble. They won't hemorrhage as much money, but that entire space. And I talked about it Saturday. I won't tell too much to everyone who was there. But a formula that I try to stay away from is a business that has high debt and a low subscription, a low product price model. So if you have, I mean, Troy said it, they're paying 30 million a show for Stranger Things. Great show, not worth 30 a show. Mm. And how, okay, I want you guys to do this. For 240 million, how many subscriptions at nine bucks do you have to sell to break even? That risk to reward ratio goes in every business decision. That's why I say it's the ultimate indicator yeah so if i'm putting a dollar in worst case scenario i need to get five back but if you're running negative they have a negative risk to reward model and here's the funny thing i was reading a report they said for any decision underneath for everyone in corporate listen up for every decision underneath 10 million dollars they did not have to report it to anybody in a c-suite i said damn this is corporate death row you can do whatever the hell you wanted to 
you can green light anything for less than 10 million. You don't think that they were having their friends and PAs and grips coming and just helping their friends make all this money. Now, even with House of Cards, as great of a show as it was, you have one risk, Kevin Spacey, which he's been trouble forever. Now you can't even have that show. You mm -hmm. cannot have exorbitant costs and sell at a low price and have high debt. This is the same thing that killed block, block, Blockbuster. And isn't it ironic going into this next recession, the same thing that killed their competitor is going to end up killing them. Netflix yeah. is dead. The, the signal has been going on. Yeah. Netflix, they're in trouble. Shout out to YouTube, 7,100 people. Yeah. Hit the like button, share. Um, yeah. Netflix is definitely in trouble. And, uh, you know, it's so crazy because before we had Earn Your Leisure, um, I used to do these posts on social media where it was like, kind of like many articles. And one of the articles that I had was, um, could Amazon be the death of Netflix? And that's when- From a streaming standpoint? Yeah, yeah, in the Amazon Prime situation. But we also doing, doing Disney because that's when Disney had first announced that they were going, they was going to have this streaming. They have competition issues. They have um, people stealing piracy issues. They have, like Ian said, low uh, low profit margins, high debt, very competitive space. They have a number of things that are working against them. Mm -hmm. A number of things that are working against them. And they're still the biggest in the space. For now. But, um, yeah, I'm saying now, yeah. they're still the biggest in the space, but uh, it's, it's an uphill battle. Looks like they're, they're up, they're, they're you know, they've been, they've been counted out before, but um, I've been saying from day one, having a, there isn't any business, Sears, Kmart, Venture, Toys R Us. There is no, and please write this down. A sign of a recession. Anytime you see 40 companies go out of business because of bankruptcy, that is a signal. So I never worry about the big companies because they'll find ways to find capital, right? I worried about the small places, tier one, Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, when Best Buy was on the ropes and they, they made a hell of a recovery. You have to look at those companies and see how well they're doing because the top five companies are always going to be great. Top 15. I'm looking at 80 through 200 and see how well they're doing. Yeah. They've been counted out before, but they haven't had this level of debt. Even when we're riding back Saturday in Houston, the streets are a lot lighter than they used to be. A lot lighter. People are spending a lot less. PPP dried up. Uh, I won't go into my little conspiracy theory about Wells Fargo and how they help fund the credit card scam industry. There's a lot less of that going on too, though. Oh, the mayor there, right? Yeah. So money is drier. Um, I like Netflix if it gets to ninety nine bucks and twenty two cent or seventy dollars and ninety. I'll load the I'll sell everything, get it at seventy bucks. But, um. Anything below, anything above 149 would not touch Dead Man Walking. Yeah, they're going to have to figure out how to expand. I mean, they got to figure out how to generate revenue. And so one of the things, we spoke about this over the summer, they announced that licensing deal with Walmart where they're going to actually going to put the some of the licensing from their shows. But they don't have original enough original content where it could be sustainable. And so that demographic that they're trying to reach with Stranger Things is already taking right like disney owns the youth youtube owns the youth like we talk about that all the time and i think we had this conversation right if we're talking about streaming and we're talking about services the one who set up the best is really google because they don't pay anything for content 
people put content on their platform every day. For, well, here, for, here's, the for thing, here's the thing with Google. Well, let me let me just finish this. Let me just finish this. So they, they put it on there for free and they're going to have content continuously every single day of yep. every year. Right. And so if, if you take that compared to a company that has to buy content and buy content, let alone they're going to be in debt for that let alone they have to spread internationally, which is also going to cost them. They have to have yep. the infrastructure to be an international presence. They haven't done that yet, right? Yep. And so the revenue from, let's say, like you're paying 30 million to, to have per episode for a season, you're talking about 300 million. Yeah, you might be able to sell some merchandise for that, but nobody's buying Better Call Saul merchandise. Facts. Nobody's That's buying Narcos t-shirts. Like it's not happening. Well, here's, yeah. here's, um, here's some information about Google, uh, YouTube will be moving heavily into podcast space. That's a fact. Heavily. Yeah, I told you guys that four weeks ago. Hey, can I be real? So, hey, shout out to my people at Google. This is why culture is important. All they did was take that Piff model and made all of us mixtape rappers. Well, yeah, that, and then once they, so once they, so once they get into heavily into podcast space, now. They really have no competition if you think about it, because Apple is the leader in podcasting um, in America, but they have competition. They have there's a bunch of other audio podcasts, Spotify right. being the, the other biggest, but then there's like Podbean, there's right. Sketcher, there's all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. Um, from a visual standpoint, they tried to to take that. Um, but it didn't work out as far as with uh, Spotify. But really, when you look at a visual, which a lot of people watch podcasts visually, they don't even listen to podcasts. YouTube is already. Oh, they have no competition superior. in the space. So once yeah. they really start to really pile more money into the podcast space, mm -hmm. they, they're already in a, in a unique advantage to really, you know, corner the market yeah and which demographic don't they control they get a new new subscriber every day and a lot of times they're young kids are on youtube our kids like we know our kids don't watch they don't have a favorite show that's on traditional tv yeah. their shows and their influences are coming from youtube so their audience is already built in and i told you when you have children right either you're going to have them watching disney or you're going to have them watching on on youtube watching the abcs or something like that on youtube Right, so it makes sense. Like that demographic is already built in. They're gonna get a new, a newer, younger audience every single day. How do you compete with that when you have to pay for content and try to attract an audience? It's, it's, here's, it's a completely here's different thing. model. And look at all the people from the music business that, that were executives that Dan would call vultures that they've then acquired. Now, because they know since culturally we like to be seen opposed to being paid they are going to be the biggest and i can argue now they already are they are the biggest record label in the world and if you think spotify doesn't pay anything whew, youtube pays even less whew, and when now you're the only platform that really matters watch how much they're going to take and then it's only going to help the business even more yeah i mean what's their what's their bit what's their biggest expense besides infrastructure within as far as when we when we talk about YouTube, maybe talent, but other than infrastructure and actually equipment, right? Think about the the risk. Everyone else is uploading the content for them. As like, <laughs> right. imagine if Def Jam got shout out to my Def Jam family. 
200,000 people a day to put up content and they just said, hey, pay me whenever you want, whatever rate you feel. Or how about you guys tell me what's hot? <laughs> it is a great, there's no capital expenditure on the out front for them. That's why I always say business model matters for, and even for me personally, I know some people don't like premium, man, I feel you. But Netflix, any low profit margin or low price business is the most ripe for disruption. And on top of that, they end up going bankrupt a lot faster. All the quality companies that you guys love are premium brands. Name them. No one ever be like, yo, I love Payless. <laughs> like all the Balenciagas look like old Skechers. But somehow when Balenciaga on them, they mean and it's worth more. We are entering an era where low price businesses and mid-tier businesses are going to fall apart. And I would not even be surprised um, if Google and Apple acquires a couple of these other mm -hmm. smaller podcast players. And I wouldn't even be surprised if Google or Walmart pushes to acquire Netflix too. Mm -hmm. Dead man you know Walmart. why? They got an economic moat. <laughs> yep. All pun intended. Shot man, right? that was an attendance Saturday. MVP. Listen, I wish you can get out tonight. But we man, can't. Something can't. just left to be seen in person. <laughs> Let's talk about Disney. They're, yeah. They're under attack. Yes. Governor of Florida. Um, uh, DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Yes. What's the future of Disney? You like Disney. You've been, I love Disney. What, what's the future? Well, what's happening now? Stock has underperformed. It definitely has. But I, that's how big of a player that Netflix is in its space. And so when the number one player in the space takes an attack like this, it, you can see the effect that it's had on Disney. You can see the effect that it's had on Roku. All these streaming services are going are gonna to be affected by, you know, what we, we saw happen with, with Netflix. But the, the other issue with DeSantos is it's an interesting issue. And it feels like... This is what happens when somebody that is in power has the power to retaliate against something that they didn't approve of. And so they had the, the, the don't, gay, don't uh, say gay um, issue in Florida and Disney didn't really respond. And then they responded and it wasn't in the favor that he liked. And so he uh, decided to change um, some, some, some things that, that were put in place in the 1960s. And so, Disney had been given land to build their resort on. Um, I think it was called, is it Reedy? Reedy Creek so in, in 1967. Reedy Creek, right? So uh, the Florida legislature said that Disney could develop an infrastructure for Walt Disney World at no cost to taxpayers. So that was the initial rule. He actually just changed that rule to now where they're going to have to. They So literally they could build on a piece of land with really out any county restrictions. So whatever they wanted to build, they had the ability to, and obviously as they built, there was a tax write-off because they would, it was a company expense. Now that he's reversed his bill, yeah, it sounds, all right, we're gonna attack Disney and they're gonna have to you know, cut into some of their profits. But what it does really for the people who actually live in that surrounding area, their tax bills are gonna have to go up because we have to offset this somehow. And so they, they had some econ uh, economists actually calculated and they're saying like literally the tax increase could be 20 to 25 percent if there's no change and so that's obviously affects disney's bottom line but it affects the residents of florida who live in that surrounded area which is like 
I mean, I get what you're trying to do to a company, but you're affecting your the residents of your state. Right. And so it's interesting, man. Politics is is a is a dirty is a dirty game. Um, and it's an interesting game because they're, they're saying that he might be the front runner for the GOP at this point. Phil. Yeah. Donning. Yeah. Why not? It's a it's a I'm swing back. state. Yeah. It's a swing state that's very important. Um so it, it would make sense that he would be at least considered for the next Republican presidential nominee. Disney stock over the course of the year, last 52 weeks, went from $84 to currently $120. Mm-hmm. Going back to 80. Um, so what'd you say? It says going back to 180. No, no, it's going back to $80. 80, 80? 80. Why, yeah. why, why is it going back to 80? That crystal ball, inflation. Geopolitical concerns, uh, no economic moat, um, capital expenditures are too high, recurring debt cycles with the real estate too high, profit margins not like if, if people just go through the reports. So if I look at a report, the only thing I want to look at is gross revenue and net profit. And what is their ratio? Tune in the assets of a liability. If you look at what assets they have under managed, can I be every company is a hedge fund. Some companies just burn through more capital than others. Here's a novel idea. The companies that make money and keep the most in-house, their stocks should go up the most. That's why I told you 2020, man, the bad companies, Tony Kukoc could have got MVP in 2020. Just Balco. Everybody was hitting 80 home runs. Now... We have to see, okay, now we're playing hard, but no easy fouls, no free throws. You need to get a buck. Now it's prison ball in, in the market. You have to actually put up results to get great games. Yeah. Now you get to see who actually can produce. And that's why I don't like companies that have a hell of a lot of debt. There is no company that has went bankrupt having zero debt and high profit margins. It's a whole graveyard full of companies that or that have been taken over, which what Elon is doing is a move out of Carl Icahn's book. Brilliant, much nicer version, right? Um, but it's a huge mistake to continue to think that businesses that have underperformed for the last five years and have been kept afloat because of quantitative easing are now good ones to invest in. I asked Stock Club, Adjust it for current inflation. If you go back to the last 10 years, and I told you guys this, I think episode eight or episode 10, we first started doing the show. Most of NASDAQ would not be as high if it was not for quantitative easing than Barack Obama. We talked about it before, Rashad brought it up. Man, before quantitative easing, NASDAQ was dead for 10 years. A lot of it had to do with Microsoft and Ballmer. Because if the star of that sector is not producing and then Steve was the Elon of that time. If Microsoft can't stay afloat, nothing else in the space is valuable. And then that's why you had a changing of the guard, Tim Cook, more mellow, more analytical. That's why the faces, and they made this media propaganda cycle of all these tech whiz kids that are Bill Gates's children to then say, now the safe, the space is safe. And you're going to see the same thing in marijuana, maybe in 20 years when they pass it federally. Then you're going to have some good faces that are good business people that pushes the cannabis market forward. And if we hit a recession, that may be one, one of the sectors they're going to have to 
speed track to doing better because we are not as a country producing enough good companies. Mm. So for all of you watching, that's why I say in a recession, one of you watching could make the next company in 10 years that is worth $50 billion. If you look at it, Twitter provides no real value. It's not worth anything to the average advertiser. It's worth nothing. Snap, more valuable. TikTok, more valuable. Facebook, Instagram, more valuable. LinkedIn, more valuable. America is not creating enough great companies. And that's part of the reason we are in this slump that we're in right now. Well, anything you want to say about Disney? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm still long on Disney um, for a number of reasons. If, and when we talk about assets under their management, obviously the, from an entertainment standpoint, we, we know what they have as far as the movie production and we know Disney Plus. Now it'll be interesting to see how much they rely on Disney Plus going forward. I know they've, they've already had the infrastructure to build internationally. Like we were in France, Disney Plus is big there, right? Because they have a, a Paris Disneyland. So it makes sense for it to, to be big there. But they opened Disney Plus in 26 countries outside of America. So that's happened. You know, cruises haven't gone back up to the way they used to be. But one of those things that, and it kind of, people just kind of forget, but it's licensing. Like think about the money and the revenue they bring in from licensing, whether it be the content or it be the characters. Like think about how many companies or how many times you go in a store and you see a Disney character. They're being licensed throughout a number of retail spaces. I mean, even like, and we I'll bring Gucci up, but you can look at Gucci, they have Donald Duck sneakers. Like that licensing money is something that gets overlooked a lot of times. And so I know that that's not going anywhere because those characters are legacy characters and we'll see them for a lifetime. And so I still love it long-term. All right, there you have it. I clipped this up, 80 bucks. $80, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. $80. (laughs) Somebody said, that's awful, that's Tiny Toons. And Roku, Roku is dead? I won't say dead, but they're gonna be in trouble. Yeah. They're in trouble? Yeah. They're a victim of, of, of what's happening with Netflix. Yeah, because they don't have enough to acquire original content and then it's not, I think it's a better platform, but they just, they're undercapitalized. They're like raucous records back in the day, like dope talent. They don't, didn't have the big Def Jam, Death Row, Interscope budgets. So now you're in a place where it's like the content isn't so unique that people have to be there, kind of right. like Paramount Plus or Peacock even. Yeah, Peacock, Hulu. Yeah, who look like there's nothing yeah. that's so unique there. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I couldn't, if I asked anyone, like, I couldn't tell you like, hey, why would you subscribe to Roku? I, like what's the original content that brings you there? I, there's not really an answer. That's why I always go to competitive and not, look, for all my entrepreneurs, the book that you have to read, the one thing, what is the one thing that you're gonna do on earth that nobody else can do that will sustain? And that really, that formula is what gives you a moat for me. It's to know the price of everything on earth. So like if salt is mined from West Africa and temperatures where it's 72 to 83 degrees, I know the ideal price to buy. What is that for Roku? Nothing, nothing. You have to know what your competitive advantage is. Great platform, it just, there's no, no reason to be there. I'm glad you brought up Africa. I think that's gonna be a key, a key area a key part of the world when it comes to streaming 
um, because yes. we know the population growth and we know the age percentage of the, the, the population that's there now. Um, and so if somebody, and I'm sure there, there's plenty of companies that are out there now just building and building and trying to get the infrastructure. It's going to be a key, a key continent um, when it comes to streaming in the future. So we'll, we'll see Alibaba. Who, who, who leads there. I'm going to put my bid in for Alibaba. Ah, like I am. So like the Alibaba Prime. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I can see that. I can see that. Yep. Um, big Bitcoin. Oh, remember that? Five percent. Five percent. Um. The mighty, mighty. The mighty, mighty Bitcoin. Let's see where we at right now. I think it's at like forty thousand. Did it get to forty thousand? Was it under forty? But even when people were talking about it and a couple people text me, I'm like, it's not even that bad of a drop for crypto. Um, but since all assets are technically tied together because of the institutions, um, I can see why people have, so it's at 40,550. Um, I don't think there's anything to be worried about, but if I did hear today on CNBC earlier, so an analyst said that we're going to drop to 29,000. I'm like, where have I heard that before? <laughs> um, if it touches that range, um it's only going to stay there for maybe two or three days maximum and actually the funny part is this is the one year anniversary of mike novogratz being on the show when i first made that crazy call so kudos to mike if we get there you guys can load the boat kudos to you who came up to me sunday like man i made a killing off that one twenty nine thousand, thirty four thousand are good places to hold but a good place to know also if the market is going to go back up is the price of bitcoin it is not the decentralized uh, property or asset that everyone thought that it was, but it also does give you a signal in real time a lot faster. For my snipers, kind of like how like if when the NASDAQ future moves, you kind of know where the market is gonna go. If you begin to look at Bitcoin every morning, it'll give you a, a feeling for where the market is gonna go for today. So that is a uh, like investing hack you can use now to, to know what the S&P 500 and Dow is gonna do based on, um, the sentiment what, what Bitcoin is currently doing. There you have it. The all reliable. The almighty Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Stocks to help during a recession. Um, I want to give a couple out and then uh, I want you guys to chime in as well. But so if we get deep into the recession, the one I've talked about before, Target, we talked about Dollar Tree before, Dollar General, Walmart, and um, AON is another ticker. Those are four. Also Costco, we talked about those. But during a recession, people have less to spend. Um, those are safe havens that people have gone to, to spend. And then historically during recessions, those brands have done incredibly well. Like Walmart is on a pre pretty decent tear as well as Target and Dollar Tree and Dollar General. So uh, well-run businesses, they're not the sexiest businesses on earth, better than Neo, all of them. <laughs> um, but those are ones I would lean on if I needed to like, make sure I got gains in a recession. Those are some I'll lean on. So Target, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, Walmart, and AON. Yeah, I, I, it's great. I mean, those are those are five or six that you need to know. Mm -hmm. and it, it brings up the point, like when on Saturday, we was talking about some companies just have an advantage and those companies right there, they have the low cost advantage, Yeah. right? And so they have so many stores that they can give you the product at a discounted price that somebody can't compete with. 
And especially in times of inflation, if the prices are going up in other stores and they're determined to have low costs, that's to your advantage. And so if more people shop at those stores, then more revenue is brought into those stores, which obviously will, will hope in turn see the, the stock price go up. So those are six one that you need to have in your bucket list or your watch list, especially at these times, because they have a distinct advantage over everybody else. Low cost. Consumer discretion. XO. XO what? Oh, that's a discriminatory discretionary ETF. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, just in general. Just in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact. Um, okay. How does the moon phases affect the stock market? Um, I gave this one. Yeah, I gave this one away Saturday. So everybody who's at the show, please don't kill me. I will say this. The market has a higher tendency to drop three days before the full moon and on the days of the full moon. This applies to crypto as well. And then the days in which um, the new moon is beginning to appear, the stocks are at its highest. So I want you guys to go in a longer homework assignment. I want you guys to go back for the last 20 moon cycles, because last year talked a lot about pyramids, gave all those gems away, moon cycles. So when you have a full moon, you have a higher probability of the market dropping or sliding down. So for my traders, you can use it. Look at macro timeframes though. Look at minimum the week chart. Don't look at that one hour Look at the week or higher. And then when we go into a new moon cycle three days before and into the new moon, the market tends to go up a little bit more on average. You still want to do this for quality, to quality stocks, quality crypto. I don't want you to pick the 99th best penny stock Tim Sykes gave you. Shit, it's not Tim Sykes, but don't do that because it's not going to work. Don't find like a weed company in Australia that's trading at one penny, right? Find the top 15 quality, either in stocks or crypto, and then you can use that to know when you can get into the market um, because astrology does have an impact or effect on the market and use these all together in your toolbox as well. So, and for it. my people in healthcare, especially nurses, please put yes in chat. If on full moon days, do patients act crazier? The same thing happens yeah. in the market. My firefighters, police, like, Yo, you know when the full moon happens, it's, it's wild. We used to say that like in my in my school, like if the kids were just a little bit like had a little bit more energy, they're like, "Yo, it must be a full moon outside." It must be. Yep. It must be. Like I'm like, nah, that that's just the force of place, y'all. <laughs> Stop <laughs> playing. You said my, yeah. my style attract millions like the moon attracts sea. Prodigy, rest in peace. Rest prodigy. in peace. So if it does have an effect on, so for my Christians, if you think. And my thing has always been, if God made the sun, moon, and the stars, why don't we use the things that he made for our advantage if we are his children? So some people are like, I don't believe that. That's crazy. But when you go look, especially for those who are already doing it in crypto, you see the correlations. They're clear as day. If you find a little moon, full moon, new moon indicator, which should be really easy, especially if you're on trading view, man, you'll see clear as day. Those patterns are there. So some people trade it on an institutional level, some on a retail level. The patterns are there. You, you will be, look at homework, look at the top five crypto, top five stocks over the last five years and see how many days out of those five years that correlation has happened. You'll be surprised. That's why I say in, investing is not hard. And I've talked to a bunch of people, maybe a hundred people. Um, and I appreciate the transparency. It's like, man, you get a blueprint. I just don't execute it or 
I'm fearful. And I want to tell all of you, you are worthy of freedom, joy, love, success, and at having it at the same time. You see, they skin glowing like crazy. And they work hard as hell. You think they only work one hour a day. <laughs> Them boys be sleeping two hours a day, right? So you can be beautiful, peaceful, full of wealth, have your friends. For, for those of you that are black and brown, remain black and brown and not have to change how you act, right? But use all the tools that you have in your tool belt to create the freedom that you want. And I need everybody to put in chat, I deserve to be wealthy. Because the number one thing that is stopping you from getting to where you want to be is someone around you or telling you in your subconscious, you don't deserve that. You don't need that. You do. I want you to have it. We want you to have it. And if I made you money, please put me up in chat. Yes. Yo, man, I was about to say, if we go a show without you doing it, man. Study, study astrology and you'll be good. Uh, 7,700 people on YouTube. Hit the like button and share. Mm. Get this up to eight. 8,000. Appreciate you A clean 8,000 would be beneficial. And you referenced the, the earnings this week. It's a big week. And so let's we'll just go through a couple of companies that are going to be reporting. I mean, they are obviously the major players in, in, in the market. So this earnings report is brought to you by Market Mondays, the number one investment show in the world. Key word is the world. <laughs> All right. So Tuesday, uh, tomorrow, we got Chipotle reporting. We got Google reporting. We got Microsoft reporting. We got 3M reporting and we got Visa, all majors, big majors, mega caps. Uh, Wednesday, we got Meta, formerly Facebook, PayPal, Ford, ServiceNow, Qualcomm, and that semiconductor space. Thursday, we have Twitter, which we mentioned earlier. Deal got done on Monday. Earnings report is done Thursday. Um, and I think they canceled the call. Usually they have the call after they report their earnings. The call has been pushed back or canceled for this earnings Listen report. to that. They canceled a call and no one killed Elon or any of oh, Go ahead. Shout out to the black. Stock club quarter night, 930. I'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> Apple. Apple. Apple will be reporting on Thursday as well, as well as uh, one of my favorites. As y'all know, Amazon will be reporting. Robinhood will be reporting. Eli Lilly will be reporting as well. And MasterCard. And then Friday, we got the the, the legendary uh, gas tycoons. Exxon will be reporting as well as Chevron. And there's a bunch of others, but these are just something that, you know, we, we frequently mention on Market Mondays. And so if you're, you're interested in watching earnings and, you know, investing up until earnings, feel free. We're just giving you a, who's going to be reporting, y'all. And do not play earnings for my traders. I know it's exciting. It's exhilarating. Uh, I know some of you going to trade this week, but man, fuck me. I told him, I got you. Wait. I'm, this quarterly earnings, please wait. Um, Lily, Google, Apple. Visa, if three out of these four is bad, we in trouble. Remember, like when they start wrapping stuff up in the Titanic, <laughs> we may have come on like Wednesday night, but like, hey, listen, man, this fool, maybe time to pray collectively. It's gonna be so. Apple should be great. Lily should be great. Google should be great. But if three out of those four go bad and the stock goes down, Market it's going to be bad. It's going to be a yeah, special edition. Real. We'll get on. Visa, oh, man, some trouble. That's some trouble. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually, interested. I looked at some of the numbers for Apple and Amazon, and so we'll see. We'll see what happens on Thursday. We'll it see. really may come down to like five companies in the United States are going to be profitable, and like the rest of them are just going to be slowly. They're going to have to even redo the fang thing. Facebook, it'll be interesting to see their numbers, but I don't think it's going to be. Well, I don't think the stock will do great as a result. 
Yeah, and then obviously Netflix probably won't even be part of the acronym anymore. So Facebook should acquire Netflix if we keep in the if I was Zuckerberg that I couldn't get TikTok. Boy, let me go get Netflix. Zuckerberg, I'm gonna do the boosty. Zuckerberger, call me. I'm telling you, the acquisition that could save Facebook, they get Netflix, and then you take that user base, you can keep the cost basis down per user because now you already have 92 billion people on the planet. They, you know, even people that's not born yet, they had their profiles up, right? Cool, three billion data. <laughs> it will be a nice revenue bump to Facebook, and will give them more time to figure out Meta. You don't have to be so dependent on social media because no other uh, social media, like even with that, why didn't they let Facebook acquire Twitter? Of course, they said because of monopoly issues. They already have a monopoly. Netflix could be the acquisition. Yeah. That and they have original Facebook. content as well. Yeah, 3 billion subscribers. I don't want to see Red Table talk on Netflix, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will, don't go back on, brother. I love you. Listen, I'm tired. Listen. Sure. And listen, how come Mike Tyson punched that dude, but then Will slapped Chris and everybody was like, yo, he wrong. Shout out to Mike Tyson. No, no, two different, two different situations. Shout out to Mike Tell me Tyson. the difference, my brother. I'm, I'm trying to learn to be better. Will Smith, that was a, that was a, that was the Oscars in front of millions of people and Chris Rock was a host and he's telling a joke. Mike Tyson was getting provoked by a drunk guy on a plane, a random person that was just literally two feet away from him, just provoking him in his air. Gotcha. And so I don't think that that's, that's comparable. Okay. I'm doing apples and grapefruits. Like I <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the baby with a 360 Oh, why are you shouting that out, man? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Because this is way... Nah, like, nah, the, the, the baby is living up to the you, name. You didn't see that? When he, yeah. punched, he punched his artist, he did a 360. He walked past his artist and did like a 360. He wasn't what are the rules? Yeah, not I I, yo, I haven't seen anything like that since like Street Fighter. The baby, this guy. He, like, he's really why you did a punch He's like undefeated. That. He's really living it. Yeah. He's, he's really, he's one of these rappers that's actually... <laughs> He's Listen, actually if living. you know he was outside, he wasn't nothing to play with. He's actually living it. Yeah. Oh, man. First, it was the bowling alley. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the bowling alley incident was different. Man. Sheesh. I'm not, I'm yeah, like, dude, the baby. Conflict yeah, resolution, man. We just spoke about this. Conflict oh. resolution. Yes, we go that to, is so needed in our community. Before we go to questions, um, can we talk about three takeaways from this weekend? Oh, you, sir. First one. Uh, definitely um, the power of being in the building. I saw a bunch of people that I knew that told me that they met other people um, for the first time. Mm -hmm. Actually, you know a good story about that? And this is on a higher level, um, Slim Thug. So Slim Thug, obviously, you know, you know, he's one of the dopest musical artists to ever come out of Houston, but he's also, he's also big in real estate he develops homes and he, he's, he's really, you know, getting into real estate. He had been hearing about Chris Senegal for a long time, but he never actually met him. And um, the first time that he actually met him was at Market Mondays. And they, they, they met, exchanged information. Then they, the next day um, at Chapman, shout out to everybody that was in Chapman's, they got to kick it again. They spoke for like 20 minutes. So I asked him, like, you know, Chris, he's like, nah, I, I always heard about him, but, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely want to link. So, um, yeah, 
that was actually a really oh, dope, dope situation That's because it. we was able to make that happen. And I'm sure that they'll be doing a bunch of different projects together and working together. And at the very least, they'll be able to just get like a little accelerator fee or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 I hope. I hope they uh, remember us when Chris. they when they take over the city. For sure. Two percent. You know. Um. So yeah, that's always dope. You know, it's like you can't get that interaction online. It's always that face to face interaction is always the most beneficial. Um, I, I think mine's is the the power of impact. Um, you just never know. And we ran into a lot of people who had just some like amazing stories. Uh, I know one that stuck out to me because it was pretty emotional. A woman had approached myself and Rashad and was telling me about a loss that she had in her family. And how she was just really in a depressed state and um, got a text that Market Mondays is coming on. And it it empowered her. Just listen to us talk every week for her to, you know, get back up on her feet, believe in herself, begin investing. Um, and just she just had to come tell us and, and had to make it to Houston to see us to make it happen. And so, I mean, those type of stories are always heartwarming. Um, they, sh you know, it's completely like, the humility that it takes to do that um, because she didn't have to, but I walked away just like, wow, like you never really know um, who you're impacting or how one word or something that you might've said can impact someone. So mine was the, the, the power of impact. And again, seeing 2,600 people, I mean, we don't take that for granted, man. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, we're never going to take that for granted to see that many people be in attendance with their uh, iPhones out, a little joke. <laughs> taking notes uh, and just walking away. And even when we, you know, we got pulled away because we they, they were closing the curtains and they trying to get us out of there. The fact that people were still calling out to, you know, I just want to tell you one word and I want to show you my business card. I want to tell you about this thing I'm doing. It was just extremely encouraging. And so I always tell people, you know, they always like, yo man, weren't you a gym teacher? I'm like, yeah, I impacted a school district, um, but at, in this avenue, I can impact the world. So always go where you have the greatest impact. So that would be my biggest takeaway, the, the power of impact. Um, for me, the power of enthusiasm. Shout out to everybody on the top row. Like that, I haven't felt like that in a, like whether I was on stage or in the audience, but the energy that they had, like I wish we could have just had two hours with them because they were so hungry. And then even the friendships, some of them messaged me um, that night, some of them just went to the parking lot and was just exchanging information and notes. Shout out to the brother. He took notes on every episode of Market Mondays. It looked like he brought up the Dead Sea Scrolls. I was like, bruh, let me buy that book off you, please. Um, so the power of enthusiasm. Um, the power, like, I got the power of impact. Like, I put this on my story yesterday, but 2013, when I was living in Colorado, I was playing Mark Douglas videos every day. For anyone, if you feel like you've been left behind, left out, the power of manifestation is real. So the probability, we was talking about this today, the probability of a person of my color, our color, if you told them in 2013, it would be three black dudes. And now with the Red Pandas earners, we will be able to amass black and brown people to learn about the market at scale it would have probably been the highest rated business idea to ever fail in history. So to look back to see what we were and praying for these things and hoping to have a great partnership and avenue to be able to do this for all of you that have dreams when this was like the craziest idea, 
say this every night in the mirror 10 times. Whatever your number one dream is, I mean, if you're a believer in God, pray upon it. I'm telling you, he'll give it to you. And listen, Steve Harvey said he's not done with me yet. I have a lot of improving to do. But what we when I walked out on stage, I told Ashley, I was like, I don't, I don't even deserve this. She's like, baby, yes, you do. Like, go out here, shut up, go kill this. Because the stadium was so like Apollo was huge, but this stadium was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to see it fill up so fast, and I told him in the dressing room, I'm like, man, turn the TV off. I'm getting nervous. Like, I rarely get, I was like, because I was just in awe of how many people chose to show up. And then third, a lady yesterday at the meetup said, hey, you know what we should do? And I know it's too late, but we should have the culture by Twitter. And I was like, I said what I said on Saturday. And I, I didn't know it was going to happen Monday. I thought it would happen next week. But at one of these events, Man, if Netflix got to 99 bucks, I would love for everybody in Market Mondays to amass some money and buy Netflix. Like the power of what we can do together when we move as a unit. You guys to think 300 was powerful. They lost. Any war if we team together, I know we'll win. Even if it's one brand that we start out with and we buy I think there's so much power and energy in that room that we can collectively build something absolutely incredible. So, um, but shout out to everybody in the top row. But for those of you that have big dreams, big aspirations, and you've seen these guys do it, they tell you, started with an iPhone, the power of just executing. Even on the entertainment side, I was talking to uh, somebody at Interscope, and I'm like, hey, why do you guys think that Snoop continued to do so well and still be here, go to Def Jam. There was like, same thing, power consistency. Doesn't miss shows. Every feature that he gets sent paid to do, he does it. A lot of people fall by the wayside just by not showing up. Because people was asking, hey, y'all doing Market Mondays on Monday? I'm like, yeah, it's Monday. Saturday was a show. You have to be here. You guys saw him. My man was sound like Doc Rivers last week. Rondo. Like, he was still here, showing up, showing out. Kudos to you put on the show. The first three questions Jenna asked you, I'm like, Charlie going for 80. <laughs> <laughs> so show up, be consistent. There is no competition other than your executor. Please put that in chat. There is no, because so many companies need help in every area. Whatever you do, there's a company that needs your help. We talked about this with Chris. Chris is one of the most reliable people. Have Kudos to you for handling all my TikTok. Never have talked to Chris. I know if he doesn't post, man, my boy went to heaven. You want to be so reliable. And there are companies that have paid you guys tens of millions to do what you are good at and the talent that God gave you just for showing up and being consistent there. So I'm at an amazing event. I'm honored. Um, thank you guys so much. Top row game. They they, that, they might be a new thing, the top row game. Yeah, that energy was amazing. Yeah. Hey. I was trying to figure out how we can. Can we do there. something just for them? Like, I yeah, want to do a meetup. I was trying to go up there. To... I went, I asked Ashley. Like, Ashley was not having it. He said, no, you cannot go up there. <laughs> Ashley would have killed me. I wasn't even supposed to go in the front. Baby, they couldn't see you because the light. I know I lied. I'm sorry. Oh, I said I won't go. I had to get the money out, though. So, yeah, I want to do something for the people on top row. Can we? For real, do a meetup for I pay for all like that energy though. Yeah. That felt like like Rough Riders in the not like when X first came out, boy, it felt like that. It was amazing. Yeah, we got to do something amazing to be a part of it, man. Extremely humbling. 
Shout out Tyro Mafia. I love y'all. Very entertaining and very educational at the same time. Edutainment. Um, Janet. Jan's got a plan. Shout out to Jan for touching that stage. Shout out to Janet. Shout out to Magda. Janet earlier too. Hello. I know I randomly uh, I ran into Ian today. I was supposed to go to snooze on another part of town. The Uber brought me to one that Ian was at. That was really funny. So, oh, okay. In Dallas. Yeah, in Dallas. <laughs> oh, my bad. Listen, they was hounding you. Listen, if y'all know, I'm not connecting nobody to Janet unless I know you're an amazing man. Quit asking. <laughs> That's sis. Yo, King. I appreciate man. that. Listen, you gotta be quality. <laughs> That's my sister. Uh, Boy. Janet, oh, what's, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. I had an amazing weekend, as you guys know. Shout out to all the earners. I definitely teared up a couple of times. I don't know what's happening. I don't normally cry so much, <laughs> but yeah. it was so touching. Like hearing everyone's stories and you know, seeing everyone and and hearing shout out to Andre Brard and his whole team, Ashley Green, Diamond, and even his son Chase. Just hearing how everyone met each other through um, Ewile University was just really beautiful. Um, and then I went to grab a bite to eat before you know Market Monday started, and I'm sitting there, and someone came up to me, was like, "Are you Janet? Oh my God!" And he flew here from Boston. I wrote his name down. Yeah. Oh, Stu, Stu, Stu what up? Boston on his own. Um, just to be in the room, and he was saying how amazing it was. So it was a, it was a great weekend. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Shout, wow. shout out, shout out to my, my King Arthur. King Arthur was in the shout channel too. My guy, King Arthur. That's he got incredible. some of the best. Can we get him on next week? Like his energy is so. King Arthur is an incredible dude, man. Yeah, yeah. just a great brother. Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh shout out to the Ewell Wives Club. Danielle and Tony, there's such a vibe. That was That's a fact. great time. <laughs> listen, 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 you want to hear something funny? So I'm standing there talking to some people and this, this gentleman is like, hey, um, are, he asked my wife, like, are you in line to take a picture with Troy? Because I was here before you. <laughs> huh. He was like, nah, go ahead, you got it, you got it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, shout out to them, they be older than that. Shout, shout out to the yeah. bottom row too, the people that was on the bottom row. Yeah, they was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Energy was there. Energy was there, the the middle. Some of y'all been drinking too. Y'all was repeating the same questions. I'm like, hey. The brown <laughs> definitely had the bar open outside. Yeah. Shout out right. to Magda, my assistant. She's been amazing. Y'all was outside. Hey, Janet yeah. had the shades on. I know when Janet got the shades on, she's outside. All right, let's get here. <laughs> oh, it's, hey, let's hold on, hold on. it's Arthur's birthday. <laughs> Arthur's yes. Birthday. Shout out, happy birthday, birthday to yeah, Arthur. Yeah, they put it in. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to his birthday. Is It's tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. No, it's today. today. It's today. today. Oh, happy birthday to my brother, man. Happy birthday. King Arthur. Birthday, I learned something. Anytime I, I speak to him, I learn something. It's like that. That's very rare. Like you could just have a passive conversation, and you every time yes. I speak to him, I'm going to take something away. He always has a new business idea, and I can't even talk Back. about when we spoke about yeah. on uh, Saturday. But I mean, just a wealth of knowledge and a depth, like a, a just a resource, like a sponge. Of, like, and knows something. He's incredible, man. Shout out to my brother. Happy I birthday. dap him up and just listen. Like, please talk. Poor, yeah. Exactly, brilliant, exactly. And you he's guys look like twins, by the way, Troy and Rashad. <laughs> he, he's the older twin, then. Who me? <laughs> I'm our older twin. Let's, I know. Let's 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 get. What we got, Jan? Let's see. You what have got. mastered the humble flex, boy. 
<laughs> when I get that down to my package, boy, I don't got that in my layer package. But when I get it, boy. All right, so let's go to the first question. Comes from Lacey. Unmute yourself, please. You're coming to you. Hi, good evening. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you guys for allowing me to ask the question. Um, so my question is, after the Google or Amazon split, um, how long should you wait to purchase? Um, should you treat it like um, an IPO and wait to see if the price drops lower or should you just try to jump in right away? That is a great question. Um, Google and Amazon are rare exceptions because of them being a top five business. Um, you can do it maybe five days after. Of course, when they actually split, I'll come on here and call the price for everybody. But historically, if they're a top five business, I wouldn't wait if you're looking to hold it for a long period of time um, because the interest is going to be so high. And a buying, you may not get the full 30 days, 60 days, six months to be able to buy in. If it wasn't a top five company, I would wait and treat it like IPO for sure. But I'll come on here and definitely call the price um, post split. Okay. It's an amazing question. Thank you. Yeah, we're approaching both, correct? Like I know one is in May and another is in the in August. Yeah. So we, yeah, we, yeah. we we're getting close. And those we're are quite so invest babies should be coming out in May too. So kudos to all of you that have babies from Invest Fest. I love y'all. <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> due, due dates have arrived. <laughs> all right, Jonathan. Jonathan Reynolds, mute yourself, please. Y'all hear me? Yep. Yeah, what's going on, John? Yeah, how are you? Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I appreciate y'all as always. Um, and definitely, I want to just kind of definitely double down on what you said about the whole manifestation is real. That's definitely a thing for sure. For sure. I wish I could have made it out to Market Monday's live, but I'm going to definitely make sure to make it out to the next one if I can. Thank you, family. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, but yeah, my question is just more so about the fact that like it last, you know, last couple of weeks we've been in, um, it's been like a, a nice little losing streak going on in the market. So I'm, I'm wondering then, would you say that with this week, you kind of touched on it, Troy, as well, with kind of all the, the big players happening this week in terms of the earnings, would you say that this week would be more of a big catalyst for the market to make a turnaround this week or more of the same coming down the line? I wouldn't yeah, I think, say, uh, no, I, ahead, Troy. no, I was gonna say, I think you touched on it, right? If, if some of these, these major mega cap companies um, if the if the reports don't come back uh, with you know positive future guidance, it it might not be a catalyst that we're looking at. It might be like, hey, we're, we're headed toward more of a downturn. And so that that prediction that uh, J.P. Morgan said about SP, the S and P going uh, into a bear market, we might see that happen sooner than we think. Um, so we got to just be, and that's why we talk about the earnings. Is like pay attention to these things. Right. See what the and we went over what earnings per share was. And so all these these things that you kind of hear, but you don't know what they are. All these things are pieces that add to the puzzle to say, all right, where are we about to be headed? And I don't want you to look at it as a losing streak on the long term investing side. I want you to look at it as an opportunity to get the best companies at a cheaper price on a trading perspective. I told you guys this Saturday, I would try and keep my joy down a little bit. When the market is falling, man, I am elated. You should look at it as an opportunity. <laughs> no, say it again. Side, and I'm in red panda. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on my prices to hit, and I'll be hitting the, those, uh, those, those, those puts on the short, those short term puts. I'm right there. I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, listen, 
I can you guys hear the joy in his voice? He's cooking. Um, so I will wait. Normally, I don't care about earnings. Visa, I'm expecting Visa not to do well. Google, Apple, Microsoft, I expect them to do well. If any of those three go negative, I know we are in trouble. So then what do you do? Great. When you see your long-term investment account go down, cry like Trey from Boys in the Hood, let it out. It's okay. <laughs> Swing at the air, right? Let the little thug, we, anybody who's lost a trade or an investment, that thug tear come out the corner of your eye and you get to praying real heavy, right? Have to hold on. Then on the trading side, you want to pick less. So it may be in a court if you normally did 15 trades, you may want to do three. But the three that you hit are going to be huge targets. And that will hold you over. And most people are not able to hold long-term because they don't know how to trade. Most traders don't do well because they don't long-term invest. So I was talking about this earlier. Buffett got an insurance company, took capital, put it in investing took capital from that, put it in real estate. You never hear the richest people in the world argue about which assets to use. They use them all. In our community, they'll split us up and say, hey, real estate here. That's why Market Mondays is here, Ransom Gems. Like you have to put all assets in your favor so you're not down. So you keep your eyes on earnings for sure. This week of Apple, Microsoft, and Google falls apart. It's not going to be good, but the S&P is going to take a little bit of time, maybe five more weeks before we start to uh, go up. But this uh, quarter won't be good. Yeah. And you know what, Jonathan and everybody that's listening, estimize.com. If, if you type in those companies, use estimize.com, you can kind of see what Wall Street is predicting for, for some of these, these mega cap companies. And um, you'll see what the target is, right? And so if they miss that number, you'll know because it'll be breaking news on all these news outlets and if they go over it great you'll hear it again but um if you want to know in advance uh, that's a great tool that i use smi.com yeah. so i can kind of see what what's wall street thinking what what, what are they what estimize. Are thinking? yeah estimize.com okay. yeah.com okay and also companies who run their business on a quarter to quarter decision making basis often give lower returns than those who focus on year over year growth I think one of the biggest mistakes in the stock market is to have companies focus on your on quarterly growth. It's just that companies who try to play that game, notice the ones who don't. Google, Microsoft, Tesla, Lilly, they don't focus on caring what analysts have to say. If you build a great product, like you don't see Tron Shop like, yo, we're going to get the different colorways because the breads are coming out. And for this quarter, Focus on long-term horizon. The merch will move itself. Stock club will move itself. Return, like, focus on companies that give good guidance year over year and decade over decade. When I hear a company talking about Q4 versus 2028, it never ends well. Netflix played that quarterly estimate <laughs> game, and now they're about to have to play the Undertaker music in a second. So... I'm proud of you, family. You're doing great. Thank you. Janet, let's get a few more before we, before we wrap. All right. Dion, unmute yourself, please. We are coming to you. Hey, good night, guys. Good evening. What's going on? Hello. Hey, how are you? What's up? I want to say blessings to all of you guys and your family. 
want to continue to pray for you guys. Thank you for all the great work you guys been doing. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. What, what, what island? What island are you from? British Virgin Islands. Okay. Can we come uh, visit? Just, 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 a little, just a little backstory. Me and my family moved here because our home was totally destroyed by Hurricane Orma in 2017. We almost didn't make it through, but by the grace of God, we're here. And we had to start fresh. So right now, we're just trying to build wealth, build ourselves up to a point that we could eventually move back to the island. Um, uh, one of the ladies asked a question I wanted to ask, which was um, buying price on all these nice companies that's gonna split. As Ian said, he's gonna tell us the strike price on those. And one stock that we're looking at to buy right now is waste management. What do you guys think a good price would be for waste management? I know Wall Street Trapper had just spoke about waste management in the uh, latest episode that we put out. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, I forget the name of the company, but literally the last question I asked him was what we should be looking at in the future. Um, and the, the key thing that he said, obviously he had just, him and um, him 500 obviously have Asset Island. And so, Wasteland was one of the things he spoke about. Um, and the company slips my name, but it's definitely in the episode um, from last week. So price, any price points for waste management, Ian? $136.38 is a great price to get it in waste management. How much do you okay. need to get back to, to um, your home? <laughs> Man, listen, if I don't know if you guys ever been to like, like the U.S. Virgin Islands or anything like that, but like, say for instance, if I buy a house here for five hundred thousand, that same house will cost me maybe one point five home. Yeah, we went to Virgin Islands. Troy, you got, got married. married yeah, I got married in St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Oh yeah, St. Yeah, Thomas yeah. is like a half an hour away from the British Virgin Islands. Yep, and it's interesting. We, uh, most people, obviously we spoke about it. Uh, it was my 10 year anniversary uh, two weeks ago. And I wanted to go back to the original place that we got married, but the same mm -hmm. hurricane destroyed the hotel. And so it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't an option. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What can we do immediately to help? We may not be able to help raise the 1.5 tonight, but is there an amount that you would need that, that will be able to bless you and your family? Anything could help. Tell you the honest truth. Um, I I see you posted a question on Twitter, like with income, and I posted a hundred bands, and you said, "Man, you deserve more." That that really touched my heart because, trust me, we we just we just trying to make it, but we just trying. Um, what's your cash up? Oh, uh, you guys. So this is what I'm gonna do. If you guys help him raise 25 grand tonight, I'll come on here next week and give prices for 25 stocks. Oh, um, oh. what is your cash app? M U C K. 
284. That's it. M U C K 284. I want y'all. We're, we're in Red Panda and we're in UAL. So we, we just fight. Send me a message. Send me a message in Telegram too. I'll donations. <laughs> I'll do my part. Red Panda family. Um, everyone who watches and support Market Mondays, and to anyone that's ever felt like, and this is the, the, the disheartening part about going through devastation and being broke, you feel like no one cares if you get out of your misery. If you've ever been there and you wish, God, please send somebody to help me. I need you to be one of the angels to help him tonight. Hey, Dion, we already started, so you should have got a message just now. Yeah, so I just pinned it in YouTube, so I think it's dollar sign M-U-C-K-284. Yeah, okay. 284 is our area code for the British Virgin Islands. Okay. So everything I do is 284. All right, turn your so notifications I, I on. It, I pinned it in YouTube, and uh, yeah, you know, if, if it's if it's always a blessing to be a blessing, so yeah, if you can help, if you can help. Hey, somebody. thank you guys, man. Hey, Janet, shout out to YouTube. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you, you guys, for everything. And as I said, continue. God, may God continue to watch over you guys, man. Yeah, Dion, we're going we're gonna to check back in with you. We're gonna, I'm going to send you an email uh, later in the week to see where we're at. Um, yeah. okay, and hopefully, I'm pretty sure we're going to get to it, though. I'm pretty sure. I, I know this okay. community. so I need everybody who can send him 250. If I've blessed you, helped you. A lot. Of, okay, from this weekend. Yo, Ian, what can I do to help you, King? Send him 250. The more seeds you plant, in order to be a blessing, you have to give first. For all my Christians, if you dig deep through Proverbs, everything you need to do financially, because it's funny, people that are more secular, so if you hear the stories of John D. Rockefeller and James Pierpont Morgan walking the streets and literally handing out dollar bills, these were non-Christians giving out money, but using biblical principles to have blessings come back into their life. There's a reason why joy, Troy has as much joy. He doesn't do any of the craziness that I do. I'm like, Troy, the tornado hit. It's all good. God wanted the tornado to be there, brother. We good? I'm like, damn, I'm learning. Janet, same way. I've never seen Janet mad. That's radiance. Queen like Don't ask that. <laughs> Bless him, please. Bless him. Yeah, you have that was amazing. Blessing to be a blessing. Jenna, let's get one more question in before okay. we, before we uh, conclude. Alyssa, I am coming to you. Unmute yourself, please. Hey, thanks, Janet. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we yes, are you. All right. Um, quick question. Um, I just joined DYL University last week, so I've been going to sleep like two every morning, going through, watching videos, reading stuff, making myself crazy. Yes. Um, learning a lot. Um, <laughs> super excited to be here. So I have a question for you. I have a bonus check coming up, and I'm trying to decide. And I'm, I get, I always just get this confused because I feel like I don't ever get a clear answer, but. Do I use that money to go towards my emergency fund or do I use that to invest in the market? Emergency fund, if you don't have one established yet. Okay. And trust me, if you think that you're missing out, 
the market's gonna fall a lot more. You're gonna see some people have to dig into their emergencies by buying at bad prices. I don't want you to be one of them. When the market gets to a bottom, trust me, I'll be the first to call. I did here in 2020. We're not there yet. Emergency first. Sounds good. Fair enough. Thank you so much, Ian. Thank you. Thank you, Alyssa. And kudos to you for studying it. You here's yeah. when people apply, you can hear the energy when you guys are doing the research and studying. Oh my God. I love yeah. that. Don't lose that. Yeah, it's not there's nothing like learning something new for the first like it's just it's just a different feeling. It's like, all right, now I gotta go find something else to learn. That's a fact. Yeah. That Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Um, Kyrie Hoja, KD. Yo, shout out to the city of Boston. I really wait. What happened? Nah, man. I swept. We from Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, Brooklyn man. Nets got swept. Came to Brooklyn and four four all <laughs> wrapped it up tonight. Next stop, Cancun for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, just now they just they just got swept. <laughs> it came on my iPad, my phone. I'm, damn, couldn't get one. I should have known when I saw they threw Blake out there. He was playing hard defense. I'm like, it must have been danger. <laughs> I seen him play hard. Times, like, close with desperate yeah. measures, man. Yeah. Damn, we oh, like the city of the city of Boston got us again, man. Tough day. That's because you guys never come to New England, so that's what you get. You know, <laughs> sweet revenge. Sweet revenge. Yeah, Steve Nash uh, is that coach, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brooklyn needs the Eli. Get Steve out of here. Steve, I love you as a player. Coach, boy, you feel like I'm calling the plays. Run flex. It's not working. It's not working out for Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving, I mean, you know, not really too much more that he can do. He, um, he didn't have a great series, though. He didn't have a great series? Nah, first game he was a different. And then 10 points, like 16 points. I don't know what he did tonight, but. And KD, I what Ben Simmons have on because we know he's not playing. Ben Simmons, man, I think he got thirty million to play no games this year. So, I mean, robbery <laughs> only in America. I mean, I mean, is it robbery? John Wall made forty-seven. He didn't even go to practice. They didn't allow him to come on the court. Uh, not allowing and choosing not to play is two different things. Forty-seven, different. Yeah, shout out to the NBA and uh, yeah, shout out to the Brooklyn Nets, man. Brooklyn Nets, Cancun. Uh, here we come, Kevin Durant. Questions. Shannon Sharp is gonna have some questions. Yeah. Shannon Sharp. He's one of the greatest of all time. We're not gonna do that. No, nah, he's, 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 he's definitely yeah. one of the greatest, yeah. but he's just gonna have some questions to answer. Yeah. Getting swept in the first round to Boston. That's uh interesting. By by Jason Tatum at that. Is that better than being not be, even being in the playoffs? Um, it's equal. Who are you comparing to LeBron? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm LeBron not, is... I'm not comparing to anything. That's your journalist side right there, Ian. LeBron, 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 is, LeBron doesn't have Kyrie Irving on his team. Yeah. He doesn't. I, I'm not, they're season. both bad. They they both both situations are bad. I'll say that. No, they're not comparable. But they're bad. They're both bad. They're not you didn't make the playoffs. That's bad. But they were, Brooklyn is a prime example of having great assets, but bad management, which leads to destruction. Steve Nash needs to go coach AAU for a year and come back and get another coach. <laughs> Put Mark Jackson there. Mark Jackson. And I'm staying out of NBA politics too. Yeah. But man, if he was there, they would at least been in the Eastern Conference Finals. Hand down, man down. If you study every sport on business. I mean, every every business in the world, you'll see the correlations across. We're going to recognize it for what? We had a healthy debate in um, Mexico a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, mm -hmm. Jason Tatum and KD, this debate. Uh, I think it's, it's about to be his league. I'm gonna be honest. I think Jason Tatum is the next super great superstar of this league. Hey, he, he said it like Jason yeah. Tatum is the new KD. Uh, um, I take, but I agree. He's averaging shoot about, as well. Yeah, but he's but, averaging about 40 points every time he plays him, which is we can't ignore that. He just scored 40 the other night in Brooklyn and KD at 16. And he makes it look 50, so easy. He dropped 50 points on him twice. Like that Jason Tatum will put 40 on you and don't look mad. And he's 23. You know how bro. frustrating to be? He, he's 23, bro. Like, shout out to Kobe. Out to I hate giving Tatum. Boston credit, but damn. Shout out to him. Shout out to Jason Tatum. <laughs> um, somebody said, what's a good exit price for Doge? Exit, not entry. Exit. Um, Stay me. Well, if you got in at 11 cent, which I told you guys last year, 5 cent, 21 cent is good. If you got in higher, um, 14 cent is like, ideal because there's a lot of institutional money there also if you want to be rich please go watch every episode of market mondays but the one from last year on mike Novogratz, amazing episode on crypto please go check it out please go check it out yeah yeah yo shout out to the home depot is amazing oh no my god yeah no 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 I, we got um houston legends up there so i well we're gonna start here with this legend shout, shout out to scarface in the fix, a, a, a five mic album, shout out to him. And then we got a modern day classic, in my opinion. Uh, Astral. You can argue the diary was five mics too. The diary. And get the rating. Might have got diary. one have. Yeah. The diary out, is so underrated. Shout out to I our brought brothers. that in Mob Deep, same weekend. We got, uh, you want, you could, you want to do more? You might recognize some of those brands. Yeah, Beautiful Nightmares, 19 Key Situation. My bar with Bubs, Rennie, and yeah. Credit Dude. Yeah, yeah, we support we support our team, man. We shout support out, everybody. Shout out to the Credit Dude. And shout once again, shout out to Houston. You know, um, the culture is something that, you know, I always, I always appreciate the Houston culture. Obviously, all cultures kind of merged, but that, that 90s Houston, when they was chopping, screwing their music up, and um, you know, riding in parlors and stuff like that. So it was dope to have Slim Thug, and um, you know, all of that just was something that was just real, real dope. I was always a big fan of the whole Houston music scene. Slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah, that whole their whole vibe. Paul Wall. Uh, shout out to Lil Kiki. I didn't get a chance to link up with him this weekend, but yeah. that whole that whole vibe. Houston always did their own thing. And, and and provide switch your house, not slaughterhouse. That's Joe and Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Switch your house. Switch your house. Switch your house. Not yeah. slaughterhouse, but Swisher. Yeah. Switch Shout your out to Joe though. Switch your house. Switch your house. I'm sorry. Or Swisher Blast. They switched the name. Yeah. But um, a lot records. Yeah, screwed up clicks. So also walking them don't get enough. Like I'm be real, man. Houston culture influenced a lot of culture, and people don't give credit. So also walking them like they, it's a it's a lot that. Yeah. Influence Travis a lot, Drake a lot. Mm -hmm. And yeah. shout shout to uh, the Breakfast Club uh, in Houston. My man Marcus, the owner. Shows yeah, shout out Marcus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a great Marcus. spot. I mean, we talking about guys and and Chris got another all too. But we talking about when we talk about we own the block and this is our block. These gentlemen are actually really living that. Like they literally own the block. Whether he has a restaurant, a club. And, they own the block, and Chris Senegal again. Like he has real estate where he owns literally the entire block. 
So some people talk about it, but these guys are actually living it. So shout out to them, man. And they're doing it and they're encouraging people and they're teaching people and they're mentoring people to do the same, man. It's a beautiful city uh, with beautiful people. I did not get any barbecue this week, and but we'll figure something out <laughs> on how we got to get back to Houston to make that happen. But yeah, well, I, mean, sure. I, I know a guy to here that can transport, you know. <laughs> I get to put on the plane for you if you need. <laughs> when, I, when I, I used to go to prep school in Florida, and that was the first time I had some money for my team was from Dallas. And this is like an O2. And um, he was playing, he used to always play like screwed up music, chopped and screwed. And I'm like, it was just so like, annoying to me to hear at first. But then I start I started to develop an appreciation for it because I hadn't I ain't really I've never heard I'd never heard any music like that before. And um he used to always play it like all the time. And um I started to appreciate it more and more. So yeah. Always my Jones coming. <laughs> Ooh, that's hard. That is a sign you got down. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I mean, the great thing about this, everyone's like, and, and as New Yorkers, you should appreciate it. Like, they were so comfortable being them, even on the business side, like what Rapalot did, Swish House did, like being staying, like they set the standard for independence. Right. right. Get enough and, credit for it. Yeah, and they played a major part in um, early, like ASAP, the ASAP mob. I thought, they, I thought they was from Houston at first. When I first saw that video, and I'm like, I thought they was from Houston. They're like, no, they're from Harlem. I'm like, really? So, um, Draped up. Listen, Houston <laughs> and yeah. Chicago don't get enough credit for influence on culture. Is it Beyonce from Houston? She absolutely is. is. She you absolutely can't, is. You can't go without saying, of course, of course, mentioning Beyonce. her. So, yeah, third, yeah. third ward. Shout out to Beyonce. Yeah. Big yeah. B. So where to next? Where's the next Market Mondays live? I don't know where y'all want us to go. Put put it in chat. Where's the next Mark yeah, Monday live shit? Let me, we, let me, let me get it. I kind of want to hit the Bay. I ain't going to lie. LA. Oh, LA. you want to talk about energy. Yeah, Oakland. It's always. I want to hit the Bay. I feel like I think in honor. I think in honor of Jan with a plan. You want to do you, Rhode Island? Are you vibing? You guys got to come to are New England. Are you for Providence, Island, boy? Yeah, where should we At go? At least New England. If you ain't going to come to Providence, come to New England. Put I mean, you guys ready to have the Celtics screen on. Yo, stop. Why are you why are you why are you dragging it right now? We're already dealing with this. That is funny though. That is something. If you can't beat them, join them. If you yeah. can't beat them. Man, got on the rap report green. They got they got DC, they got Charlotte, New Orleans, Chicago, Dallas. Listen, Atlanta. when we do Midwest, oh movie. Detroit definitely. Movie. We should we should Detroit. we should put a poll up Chicago. and see. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. should put a poll up. I feel like I, my personal choice is probably Los Angeles. I think that that makes that makes a lot of sense. That's just my own. But you personal guys are choice. always there. LA fam, I'll see y'all Wednesday. Y'all got time to slide Wednesday. Shout out Corey. Shout out Murder Beats. Um, Red Panda or oh, soundtrack finna be different. <laughs> this Wednesday. This Wednesday. You going to LA? Murder on the beat, so it's not nice. I'm letting beat, y'all know so now. <laughs> Murder, uh, what up? We gonna get to it. <laughs> Southside, we gonna get to it. Go support future Travis Southside single, Red Panda soundtrack. We about to do something. <laughs> Murder on the beat, so it's not. Oh, it's not. Nice. I told we ain't come play this year. Yo, I see a lot oh, of Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah, we Charlotte. haven't been. Charlotte popping though. Let's not Charlotte yeah, popping. Another one of those, you know, predominantly black cities that is on the rise. My mm -hmm. personal vote would be Chicago. Los Angeles, mm -hmm. 
Oakland, California. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, you know what I'm gonna go on. That'll be my top three. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that the DMV needs needs a visit. We need to pay DMV energy amazing too. We need oh to pay boy, visit. yeah. We might have to pay yeah. the DMV. That I see a lot of DC in here. Yeah, I rock with them. I mean, Philly can get there. If you're from Charlotte, you can get there. DMV is not a bad situation. And we For all my Chicago people who some of the hottest. Go wrong with Atlanta. We always did. yeah Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I'm hearing I've seen some. Toronto, Canada wouldn't get that. I, Nobody I put that, but I, as soon as they let us, and a few people put it. Chubs, can you get us in? Y'all know somebody over here. <laughs> Drake, we Drake. need that president to escort. Got in, Drake, in the Drake, chat, make, man. make a call, man. DC, District of Columbia. All right. Well, we will. I mean, London. You know, isn't it? I'm about to end this call. You guys are not saying <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stay tuned. Listen, everybody, it, uh, it mm -hmm. is the 25th. Uh, how many months? Is this the last Monday of the month? I think it is. Yeah, I think so. Last Monday of the month. So, man, we went through another month. We are extremely blessed to be here with y'all. Shout out to everybody that has supported Market Mondays for over two years. Uh, it's been an incredible run. And we not stopping. We're going to keep going. They're like, wait, y'all going to be live in New York? Yeah. We was in Houston this morning. We here in New York now. We here giving y'all as much information as possible. Hopefully you were entertained Saturday and you were educated and, as well as today. So shout out to y'all. Love is love. Take care of each other. Reach out to someone. Please text them. Just check in on your people, y'all. Check yeah. in on your people. Health, health is more important. Mental health, <laughs> physical health is more important than anything. So love is love. Yeah, and uh, don't forget John Henry and my dude Buster tomorrow. EYL, big episode. Check it out. Uh, crypto Masterclass on Wednesday on our YouTube channel at eight o'clock. Check that out. And shout out to, to the homie Jada. Um, dope episode on Revolt. Assets over liabilities TV right now. And then the YouTube comes out Wednesday at five o'clock. So check that out as well. And we have orientation on Thursday for all my new earners. Uh, so. yes, 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 Orientation, yes. orientation on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. And check out everything on Earn Your Legion Network. Ransom Gems, new episode. Uh, we got uh, 19, 19 keys. keys, man. Conversations this Ash, Saturday. Ash Cash. 19, how you gotta hit me back? I wanna do it while I'm out there. I'm putting it on yeah. the record. I wanna do his show. Oh yeah. That's gonna that's, be heavy. That's, that's, gonna be heavy. That's, that's, that's a must do. He got he got one of the hottest shows in America right now, that's man. Facts. He's going viral. He's going viral every time he talks. Yeah, in a well too. Shout out to, shout out to Dave. Uh, you know, Absolutely. shout out to our boy Dave out in Detroit, holding it down for us. Love is love, my guy. Um, keep killing it, man. Every Sunday, man, people tapped into that. So shout out to Inner Wealth as well. All right. Our club call at 9.30 at Los Angeles. My family pull up, murder on the beats. Oh, what's on, y'all? Nice. <laughs> All right, right y'all. We out. Feel good, boy. Later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.